anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com, presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, it's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice, Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio, New Orleans. Greetings, friends. Good to be with you, as always, here on All Access. Plenty to get to. You might have heard the tail end of Eric Asher's show talking about the ACC and its fight for survival and all of this college conference realignment mess. And it's certainly a mess, but you're either proactive or you're reactive. The Pac-12, now four, was reactive in the end. They made a lot of other mistakes for a collection of schools that strong to basically fall apart as a conference. But the Big 12 helped make that happen because they were proactive. They lost Oklahoma and Texas and managed not necessarily to get stronger, but to end up stronger than two of the other supposed five power conferences. One, as we mentioned, the pack is pretty much done. The other in danger, although not necessarily immediate danger, as we know is the ACC because of their grant of rights deal taking them through the middle of the next decade. Even schools that want to leave for greener pastures are stuck because of the green it would cost to get out. So the ACC, knowing that they're together for the moment, is trying to now finally be more proactive lately after seeing what's happened around them and figure out a way to make themselves more stable, more attractive. And you may ask, well, attractive to whom? If they don't make themselves more attractive to schools like Florida State, Clemson, and although not frequently mentioned as a charter member of the league and kind of when you look at the history of the ACC, North Carolina is sort of the center of that conference. Tar Heels, they're looking to leave too. You lose them, and of course Miami, they're all about football, they're all about money, who isn't? You lose those schools, you lose the football power that the conference brings, such that it is, and you die. Just like with the Pac-12, the schools lost to the power two now, Big Ten and of course the SEC, those were it. 
USC, to a lesser extent UCLA, but that whole Southern California market, and then Oregon and Washington. That that was it. Well, the ACC, I think, is trying to impart as one of the reports that you might have heard Eric Asher mention, the idea of adding more schools that bring value and as crazy as the Stanford and Cal things sound to teams in the Pacific time zone on the California side of things, trying to be in the Atlantic Coast Conference. We know those type of designations and geography don't mean anything anymore. The idea of you bring in schools that do have the most value left out of those that are remaining, and you try to make the best of it moving forward, knowing that eventually, and maybe sooner than later, even with the onerous grant of rights situation, that you can somehow survive as a legitimate, strong-ish league. I think that's as big a part of it as it is somehow trying to come up with a payment plan that's going to placate Florida State or Clemson. Because here's the deal. If you're taking Stanford and Cal at some sort of discount, or even if you're taking them at the regular rate that the league is currently getting from ESPN, and ESPN signs off on that much for those two schools. I mean, how much does that really bring? And then you hear the latest report today, reports, plural, that not only is the ACC considering vetting today Cal and Stanford, but they're now considering SMU, conference mate of Tulane, in the American. And if you're here in New Orleans and care about the Green Wave, you're in Memphis and care about those set of Tigers, that perked your ears up, I'm sure. Particularly, I would think, Tulane, from a common sense perspective, like the now-dead pack, the ACC is a league that concerns itself greatly with the academic side of things. They would like power on both sides of the fence. Now, that clearly doesn't mean as much to the Florida States and Clemsons of the world. It does mean a little bit more to North Carolina or Virginia who could be attractive. It actually has some meaning at Miami, but the academic side of things also means being able to partner outside of sports as far as research collaborations and the money that can come from that. So there is money to that, but that's not placating your two angriest members. So the idea that somehow adding more schools at at best, the rate that the other schools are currently getting in the league or less, is somehow going to help add to the pot and lead to some tiered revenue sharing that if Clemson and Florida State win on the high level they're expected to. Now, Clemson has done that for a number of years under Dabo Sweeney. We'll see if Florida State can establish and maintain themselves as a power again. We'll see if they can do it. We're not going to assume that they're going to pull that off. And that idea that you have to earn it. Brands that think that they're big brands... Don't want to have to earn it. They want it guaranteed. 
So that's not going to, unless the money is really right, that's not going to suddenly make a Florida state happy or satisfied or placated enough for them to sit around when they could figure out some sort of massive buyout, go in as a full member to one of the big two. Obviously, Florida State, Clemson, more likely SEC than Big Ten, but don't count anything out, even though they're not part of the Association of American Universities, the AAU, that are attractive on the academic money side of things. They're attractive on the long-term football power side of things. To some extent, I would, and, and I will argue quickly, Clemson, what happens after Dabo Swinney's not there anymore? What happens if he continues to struggle now compared to how dominant he was on the recruiting trail before? It's, it's not quite as dominant. He doesn't want to bring in transfers. Nowadays, it's tough. That's tough. When even Alabama's bringing in transfers, <laughs> that's a hard act to pull off. You're, you're making yourself have to thread the needle to put together elite football teams if you shut off avenues of adding the talent that you need to do it. But anything post-Swinney as far as long-term value, we don't know if Clemson won't go into the mediocre ages again. That time between peak Danny Ford and Dabo Swinney was decades even though Clemson wants to win and they have a nice background, there's no guarantee at all. In a smallish state where they share talent to some extent with another power school, South Carolina, the SEC, I don't know. They could easily fall off like a Tennessee did. You don't have the right coaches. So there's risk there. And we've seen Florida State struggle. In the last decade. No guarantee for them either. They don't always sell out their stadium. They don't always get the financial support that a power school is supposed to get from its base. So, I mean, maybe they are overvaluing themselves some or maybe not. And that's why they're trying to act quickly while their brands are still what they are. Valuable. Don't want to risk it. See? Don't want to risk. Anyway, how does Tulane fit into the equation. Well, a week ago we were talking about if the Pac-12 survives, they need to expand. And Tulane would make sense for them on both the athletic and academic side with the football program being in great shape at the moment. Cotton Bowl champions, reigning conference champions, preseason ranked. Only school in the group of five preseason ranked in the coaches poll, by the way. I mean, they would fit in the ACC just like they would have fit in the pack. They're not being considered, but eventually they may be. Now, I don't think the ACC has the foundation to survive like the Big 12 did, losing its two best brands and being significant like the Big 12 will be in the football world with the football programs they've been able to collect. That doesn't mean that they won't survive as bigger and more powerful than the American, the Sun Belt, Conference USA, the Mountain West, which is the goal, which is don't die like the pack. And at the same time, for Tulane, it's a step up. If they wound up in an ACC 
with that, let's just pick what are their four best brands. They wound up in an ACC that somehow added Cal and Stanford. Maybe it's just football members because of the travel and all the other sports not making a bunch of sense and it being all about football money in the end. And SMU. Let's say that were to happen. Well, what does that league look like from a f- overall standpoint with football being by far the most important standpoint? without Florida State, Clemson, Miami, and North Carolina. Not so great. Certainly not anywhere near the level of value that the top two conferences are. They aren't now. And not near as valuable as the Big 12 as far as putting eyeballs on screens to watch the product. But you'd still be better off than being partnered with the no offense you know, Charlotte's and even UTSA is a nice budding program in San Antonio, no doubt. Tulane's biggest threat going into the season, I think, in the American, as the roadrunners have joined from Conference USA. I mean, it, it is a step up. If the ACC, with its network, survives, and you join in with good brands, and on the academic side, it fits Tulane, too, but an ACC that somehow survives post-big football brands leaving will also value basketball more, like the Big 12 has. And that's where Tulane hurts. They didn't decide to build a big, nice basketball arena on campus. They built a football stadium. And that will continue to be debated by some as, do they need to to be what they are right now in football? Yes or no? I don't know. But I do know that their basketball program's overall history, recent overall lack of success, their arena, not great. And that hurts them on the ACC side even more than it would have if the pack would have survived and I would have thought at some point come knocking on Tulane's door to talk. I don't know how it works out for the Wave. I think the Pac-12 was probably their best shot. But it still wouldn't be shocking if a much diminished but somehow still alive ACC would still consider Tulane. Now Tulane may have to do something like move all of their basketball games, certainly in conference, to Smoothie King Center or whatever replaces Smoothie King Center eventually in that spot or otherwise. But just from the Tulane perspective, it's not impossible to see it happen, but we're not hearing their name brought up right now. So they don't hold that value right now, but they could if the big names are willing to pay huge buyouts, which... For a decade or so, right, because of the grant of rights, these huge buyouts would allow them to be in the Big Ten or the SEC, making double or more money per year, and they'd be paying a huge chunk of that per year. Because it would ha- you, these schools aren't paying three hundred, four hundred million dollars in one chunk in one of these buyout scenarios that have been, you know, reported a little bit, but it would be over easily 10 years' time. 
where, sure, they would be at a competitive disadvantage in the Big Ten, in the SEC, making far less money, clearing, I should say, far less money than their rivals. But just like the deal that Oregon and Washington were willing to take at half a rate, half the money that the rest of the members in the league are making through this TV contract, you do it versus sticking around in a dying league when you have your guaranteed ticket to the big time. And it feels like that's how this is going to end up for Florida State, for Clemson. Maybe North Carolina will wait. They won't rush. Because in the end of them, sure, they're, they've got Drake May right now at quarterback. They're a top 25 preseason team. But how much longer is Matt Gr- Brown going to be around when you look at their overall success in football when Mac Brown hasn't been there in two stints. It hasn't been so great. So maybe they're not in a rush knowing their value is not really going to change. It really isn't. They're still going to be the most attractive school right now that is not in either the Big Ten or the SEC. That's attractive to both of those leagues. So they don't have to rush. And if you think of the ACC, what they're trying to do here, Get as many strong schools, athletic programs in their league as they can now. Maybe a little late, but following the Big 12's plan and saying we need to be as strong as long as we can, bring in as much value, make as much money as we can, and hey, okay, we don't want Florida State and Clemson to leave, but if they're willing to pay three or $400 million a piece over a decade's time to get out early because of the grant of rights on their media, well, okay, we'll take that money and spread it out amongst our members too, and we'll all be stronger. And for that time being, at least from a buying power perspective, we'll still function as the third most valuable conference, at least during that time, making more money than the Big 12 and have time to sort of figure it out and see how we can get stronger, obviously in football where it matters, so that when that money is done being paid to us in our current setup with ESPN long-term, with our ACC network and all that, once that's gone, we'll have had enough time to figure out how to somehow, some way get stronger. Better than dying. Better than being the Pac-12. Better than just saying, oh, we'll just sit and wait and see. That's why they consider Cal and Stanford. Again, I don't believe, and it's been underreported, I just don't believe, because the biggest complaint here, and you're already hearing it from the West Coast schools that are going to travel across the country to be in the Big Ten now, that these Olympic sports from Cal and Stanford are going to function and live as conference members on the other side of the country. I think this is about football and maybe basketball. And all these other sports, and I think Stanford has an obscene amount of sports, and Cal has more than average. Olympic sports, if you will, baseball at all. I think Stanford has nearly 40. And they win national championships in a bunch of them. Not that that matters here. But they can put those as affiliates in other leagues. They'll find homes for those sports. They need to find money (laughs) for those sports. And you can quote the insane endowment that Stanford has. 
and say, yeah, they could afford it anyway. But they really don't want to take money from the academic side to pay for the athletic side. They really don't. Cal's having to do that and take out loans and all that, and they're in deep trouble. So they got to take whatever they can get, not only to keep paying football, but to keep paying off renovations, including on the actual earthquake-proofing of a football stadium that lies on a fault line in Berkeley. I mean, Cal's a complete mess. They're going to siphon some money off of UCLA from the Bruins deal with the Big Ten. The University of California regents have already determined that. But they better be bringing enough money of their own if they're going to keep this whole high-end athletic department alive. So it makes sense for them. I think that's how that would work if the ACC actually takes Cal and Stanford in. SMU, it's all about alum and donor money. They don't care. They'll pay a buyout to the American. They just want to be in the big time in football. They want to NIL buy football players and be good. And they know their standing would be better, just like Tulane's would be better if they got into the current ACC or even an ACC minus the very best football programs for the next decade than it is where they are right now. So if Tulane does get a call, they should bend over backwards to make that happen, to get in that league. Short-term pain, long-term game. If they have real ambition to be big time, whatever big time might be nowadays, it's your last chance to make that happen if you get a call because it's not coming from the Big 12 anytime soon. Now, maybe down the line, if you dominate the American, that call may come from the Big 12. But as of right now, the Big 12 is sitting and waiting with 16 schools, eventually probably getting to at least 20, and they're eyeing the death of the ACC down the line is where they intend to get those schools before anybody in the so-called group of five. So if you're Tulane think you could do pretty well in an ACC that doesn't have Florida State and Clemson if you're as good as you were last year? If you can do that for a while? Look at that league. I think the answer is yes. That's the dream in Uptown New Orleans anyway. 504-260-1061, the number. I am Jude Young, the usual Tuesday night edition of All Access here on Nash Icon. Again, 504-260-1061, your thoughts, questions, etc., etc., are welcome. When we come back, we'll talk about shenanigans in media reporting anyway involving the New Orleans Saints and potential free agent additions that for a while looked like they were, and then a little later on in this day, they weren't. We'll explain when we return to 106.1 FM. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 106.1 Nash Icon. 
or anytime at NashFM1061.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Hey guys, this is Kenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that AutoTrader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. Auto Trader. This week at Macy's, it's the perfect time to save on everything they need for back to school. Like 30% off classic jeans and more from Levi's. And save 15 to 50% off updates for every space now during our big home sale. And save 35 to 70% off select fine jewelry. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members can earn rewards even faster during Star Money bonus days. See Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Wendy's is open till midnight or later, so you can give in to the craving and go night mode. Now all of your favorite menu items just got their bedtime extended. You can get what you want even later, like the Baconator with six strips of bacon or the Perfect Fries and Frosty Duo. If you're up later, then so are we. So go ahead and pull through the drive-thru. When the craving hits, go night mode at Wendy's. Open till midnight or later. All right, see ya later. At participating U.S. Wendy's, hours may vary. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care, here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. 
It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free, so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Welcome to the Daily Sports Report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. Dennis Allen says he plans on playing his stoners in Sunday's preseason opener against Super Bowl champion Kansas City for the Saints. Free agent running back Kareem Hunt visiting the Saints, former Vikings and Cowboys linebacker Anthony Barr also visiting the Saints. And Rashid Shaheen will reportedly be out a couple of weeks with a groin injury. Former Saints quarterback Teddy Bridgewater is signing with the Detroit Lions and former Saints assistant Dan Campbell. LSU is ranked fifth in the nation, Tulane 23rd in the coaches preseason poll released Monday. Two-time defending champion Georgia number one, Alabama Third, Florida State, whom LSU opens with his eighth. Tennessee is number 10. Southeastern Louisiana ranked 15th in the FCS preseason bowl, released Monday. And the PGA Tour releases its 2024 schedule. The Zurich Classic is slated for April 22nd through the 28th. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed day and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love your take by calling Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. So as you'd normally expect during training camp, the Saints have been looking at their depth options and either reacting due to injury or just trying to get stronger at areas where they could use veteran help. They have brought players in to at least talk to them, work them out, and see if they want to add them to the 90-man training camp roster and move forward. If you haven't been paying attention the last 36 hours or so, news breaking yesterday that the Saints were talking to free agents at two positions where they determined some veteran need. One at running back after the torn Achilles suffered by Eno Benjamin that followed up the three-game suspension to start the regular season being handed down to Alvin Kamara. It made sense with a thin depth chart overall when you, I think the Saints learned their lesson the past couple of years, especially last year. They wanted to go into every regular season game with three truly functional running backs not looking for the third back to be a Dwayne Washington type who's just a special teamer who can fill in, but you don't really want to use him. They want to run the ball better this year. They've had their best success in the past offensively, having three functional running backs. So talking to Kareem Hunt amongst the interesting, impressive names still available made a lot of sense. Hunt bringing to the table... The ability to be a three-down guy if you need him to, although he had his worst year as far as running from scrimmage last year in the league with Cleveland. But still has tread on the tires. It made sense for them to bring him in and talk, but he had no longer gotten to New Orleans that Diana Rossini reported this morning that he was going to sign along with Anthony Barr, that linebacker, veteran who... His best days were with Minnesota. Started a bunch of games last year with Dallas. Getting towards the end of his career, but a veteran who can play at a position where, yes, Andrew Dowell injured out for the season. 
but even if Dow were still around outside of Demario Davis, who's banged up at the moment with a calf issue, and Pete Werner, what do they have as far as experience starting a lot of games at linebacker in the league? They don't. So Barr would make a lot of sense. Well, Diana Rossini reported they were coming one day, the next today, saying, guess what? They're signing. Only to have a co-worker and another reporter between ESPN and NFL Network say that neither are signing, that they both left town without deals. As a matter of fact, Hunt no longer had no had been here not even to get on the practice field when he was called to say, hey, the Colts want you and they're offering more initial money. A Colts team that has Jonathan Taylor in a big dispute with them and a much greater need as far as quality on the depth chart for a running back who's done it in the league. So naturally, Hunt is going to go there, probably sign there. So we can sort of scratch our head at the reporting, right? How do you miss that one so badly? And Barr as well has other options, so he didn't just sign with the first team available. Again, you try to squeeze, as you're a veteran free agent who's made some money and had some success in the league like both Hunt and Barr, you're going to try to find a better place. Linebacker on the street right now is a little more thin and I think more of a concern for the Saints. But if you look at the names available at running back, it's a big, big difference. Big difference. As far as, hey, those are pretty good names on the street right now, huh? Now, Leonard Fournette is one that stands out, being a New Orleanian. Dalvin Cook, who's been linked heavily with Miami, but he's still there. If you're looking for more of the receiving third, how about a Tulane product? How about Dontrell Hilliard? Still out there. Some good names. There's just a few. So, I think the Saints will be okay there and wind up with somebody that's played in the league and been good in the league and can fit. And maybe, unlike Hunt, they'll feel more comfortable just having him for a little while going into the season. And then after the Kamara suspension, if Kendra Miller, the rookie, and of course Jamal Williams, if they're healthy, then you can more easily cut maybe one of these other guys you sign. If you're lucky enough to have them be healthy which always seems to be an issue here lately for the Saints. 504-260-1061 is the number. I'll tell you this. We'll go to a break, and then we'll get David from Uptown. I think I know what he wants to talk about. And we'll get to it when we return here to All Access on 106.1 FM. If you have a medical emergency, go to your nearest Rapid Urgent Care. There are several locations to serve you. North Shore, South Shore, a total of six locations. You won't wait for hours to be seen by a doctor. In fact, most patients are in and out in just 40 minutes. Strep throat, flu shots, COVID-19 testing, x-rays, drug screening, or lab work. Go to Rapid Urgent Care. They can handle it on site. No appointment needed. Walk in with your ID and insurance card. For the location near you, go to rapidurgentcare.com. At the UPS store, you can ship it all. We're your bulky sports equipment shipping store. Your heavy luggage shipping store. Your fancy art shipping store. We're even your, I can't believe it's already time for back to school shipping store. So visit your neighborhood We Ship It All store for dependable UPS shipping with easy to use tracking and competitive rates. The UPS store, be unstoppable. 
The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire, or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-630-9723 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. Call 800-466-0425 now. 800-466-0425. That's 800-466-0425. What do you have to lose? Call 800-466-0425. Again, 800-466-0425. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Like dining out? Then take advantage of culinary dining specials with some of NOLA's top restaurants, including Bombay Club, Cafe Degas, and Carmo. Visit whereyat.com for more information. And this Saturday night, head to Royal Street with your friends for the return of Dirty Linen Night, featuring great artwork all taking place up and down Royal Street. For more ideas on what to do this weekend, pick up the new issue of Where Yat Magazine all over town. And save the date for the Where Yat 25th anniversary party at Generations Hall on September 1st. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Never ends right on and off the field football news. The problem is, whether you're talking college or the pro, seems like the off the field wants to dominate the headlines, particularly when it comes to college and the realignment saga that goes on. 504-260-1061 is the number. David Uptown on the line now with us. What's going on, Dave? Hey, dude. Good evening. Thanks for taking my call. No worries. Hey, how about the uh, uh, Hilliard versus Spears opening week Saints-Titans game in the Dome? That'd be fun. <laughs> um, Why not, no, I, right? I, I know, I know. Um, I agree with you. This is this is going to be a pivotal year for Tulane football and Tulane athletics. Um, I mean, with with the news changing daily or hourly, pretty much about conference realignment. Um, I mean, people have asked about: oh, can, is, is there any motivation after going through last year and and 
and what they accomplish is that the pinnacle will this team be ready to 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 try to accomplish something new i think the motivation not only you know trying to 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 do better than last year but the motivation is look at the schools that have made that jump from the american they've been able to show that they can sustain not only success but success on a high level and Tulane's in position to do that this year football on the football field so i don't think there's going to be any lack of motivation um but with the conference realignment, yeah, I mean, you go, you draw a line from now back all the way back to 1966 when, when Tulane left the SEC. At that time, it made sense to them to do that. Business-wise, academically, you know, aligning their, you know, their mission. They've had opportunities to better themselves. And for, for whatever reason, they never, they never put themselves in position. Ironically, in 1990, when, when Raycom came out with the idea of the first super conference, it, it involved the Metro, which Tulane was involved with, and, and, school, and other independent schools like Boston College, Miami. Um, it, 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 they had the idea for the first super conference dominated by money. And I believe it was Florida State who, who backed out of that, saying, no, we're, this isn't for us right now. After 98, they didn't make that next commitment. And between 98 and 02, you had schools like TCU, Louisville, putting themselves in position. They could see it. This is Tulane, I think, like you said, this is Tulane's biggest opportunity and last chance to show the rest of the country that they are serious about athletics. And and it's it's going to go beyond football. Like you said, basketball, they're going to have to make a decision on how they want to commit to the program and, and maybe going to play in the arena for conference games would be would be the um, the way to go about it. But I'm hoping that Troy Dannon and, and the university have been doing their homework and preparing themselves for this moment, so they're ready to go. You do what definitely do you have to hope that that's been mm-hmm. going on at the very least. Conversations about what needs to be done have happened, not only internally, but leaders like Dannon talking to other ads other conference commissioners trying to figure out exactly how do we align Tulane to have a chance to do this and is it even worth it is is taking whatever steps need to be taken from here uh, what are our percentages of actually pulling this off I say you go for it regardless because in probably five years five years from now by 2000 let's say by 2030 I think we're gonna know where the divide is and it's going to be pretty settled, and it's going to be based on the biggest schools with the biggest TV contracts who have the football value, and including those that the Big Ten and SEC powers are willing to continue to stay close with. Yes, in an unfair world, schools like Indiana, <laughs> schools like <laughs> Purdue, who haven't done it in football, not near enough, they're probably going to be protected and okay. And right. you can say in the SEC, you know, Kentucky taking so long to commit to being bigger and better in football and Missouri being along for the ride. Yeah, that that's part of it. Life isn't fair. But again, if you're Tulane, all you can do is try to put yourself in the best possible position so that if a door opens and it would open in either the Big 12 or the ACC, you have a chance to walk through it. And that's going to start with consistent high-level winning in football. And it really has to start in this current a, a rendition of the American. This, Tulane needs to dominate it. 
They have to right. dominate this league moving forward in football. It's and, a lot of pressure. It is, and and I'm glad it's this this coaching staff, this group of these group of play this group of players, the leadership's there, the culture's there. That it wouldn't. Have, I don't think it's going to affect them that much, and I, I think their all their attention is on South Alabama. And, and Jude, you're always welcome to come come um, hang out with us at the Ken Doc Social Aid Pleasure Club tailgate before any game, and uh, it's going to be a fun year. Well, it's beautiful to hear that because I, I hear that you know, assuming the two schools take care of business in Week One, that there's going to be mm-hmm. a battle of ranked teams, including an SEC team at Yolman Stadium in Week Two. Is is that a rumor? Or is that is that, that reality? That's <laughs> reality. I'm gonna have to ask Ralph. If he calls in to, to to try to find out the last time as a host ranked host team when we had a ranked SEC school. Uptown New Orleans. So I'll let Ralph call in and try to try to answer that question. But thanks. For and I don't want to. I don't want to sleep on how good South Alabama. Talk about a school that invested yeah. and said we need to get in on this yeah. and the nice job they've quietly done, starting yeah. a football program, building a nice on-campus stadium, and committing Beautiful. to it and winning on the field. That won't be an easy Week One game either. Certainly not something to look yeah. ahead from. Yeah. Right. South Alabama and San Antonio are where I think Tulane was. Last year, or the year before, as far as where where the, you know that they're taking, they're getting ready to take the next step, and um, they're not going to be intimidated by Tulane. So, um, but I'm looking forward to it, Jude, and thanks for everything you do. No, no worries, Dave. Good to hear from you, friend. And look, Greenway fans out there in general, uh, you should be proud because things are being done behind the scenes with more. I, I can't tell you because I don't even know the true specifics of it. But there's more symmetry. There's more cooperation behind the scenes, realizing the big picture, athletics with the campus side, than there's been. And I think if there is a pathway to even bigger and better than where Tulane is now, they're going to try their hardest to take the steps to get there. And they are currently. I, I don't believe for a second that leaders at Tulane weren't on the phone trying to talk to everybody connected to the ACC and ESPN that they possibly could today, particularly even before SMU's name came up because they already knew SMU would be in on it. They know what's going on. They're trying. We'll see if they get a chance for something more special. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if too much time has passed, and look, this is a school that's going to build an indoor practice option. They're sort of landlocked at this point after that, and that hurts, particularly if you think about doing something more substantial in basketball, although you could theoretically tear your current facility down for that and build on that spot. Why not? I mean, these are the type of things that cost money that bring you no guarantees of greater success. But it's been a long time talking about, is Tulane willing to do what it takes to keep up with the Joneses? Have they limited themselves and what they had to do to squeeze in a football stadium for what it can be? Maybe. I mean, these these are issues. But all you can do is ask questions, rally financial support internally in your community, amongst your alumni, which are spread out farther, obviously much further, than this community, 
And if there's the will, there's there's a way. Tulane does have the type of value that could help them, particularly on the ACC side. But in the short term, if that doesn't happen, they can become attractive, particularly with the leadership right now, Brett Yormark and the Big 12. They could, they could push that door down if they just stay right where they are and dominate in football. They need to string together some dominant. They need to string together some at least double-digit win seasons. As a multiple beyond the one they just had. And they're in a position to do that. The coach to do it, now committed. Even beyond having a fourth-year starter in Michael Pratt this year, Kai Horton's pretty exciting. As far as a future quarterback, don't want to discount Justin Ibiata because if you don't have the quarterback, it makes that a lot harder. Tulane looks good in the short and near term there, much less what they're doing recruiting-wise. Developing players out of the high school ranks, getting transfers. It all adds up very nicely what they're doing there. Willie Fritz knows what he's doing. And you can build off of that and you can set your sights as an athletic department much higher because of that. Because chances are he's going to deliver. You're not going to struggle just to go six and six. He's been through that part. Then bounce back from the two and ten to do what they did last year, and there's no reason to believe they can't keep winning. What makes last year so special when you look at it, without even taking into account beating the Heisman Trophy winner, glamour program in USC, in a major traditional bowl, as great as that was, think about what they achieved just to get there. Schools leaving for greener pastures that had been better than them for years. With a third-string quarterback, they're able to win at Houston. They're able to beat Cincinnati, able to beat UCF. I mean, think about that. Skins on the wall, be able to beat those schools leaving you behind. And not only doing that just because of how good it felt to get them right before they left but to put yourself in a position where maybe one day you can join them. It's a lot, lot bigger, a lot more important than just a little short-term feeling of revenge, vindication. Tulane has a chance for a whole lot more. We'll, we'll see. But there's enough money there. Maybe it's not crazy SMU money, but there's enough money there to do what you need to do to put yourself in position. And there, fortunately, there's the right football coach running the right kind of program right now to do what you need to do on the field, which is the biggest risk of all. Football field isn't terribly fair. He can have his team focused and ready to go, but I'll say this. We mentioned the schools that they beat along the way to win the conference for the first time last year. Those teams are gone, and now Tulane has the target firmly on their chest. It's going to make things harder. They're ranked team. South Alabama, you heard Dave from Uptown, right? They're climbing the ladder. They, they want that scalp, week one. And then Ole Miss isn't going to take you for granted coming into your house. They know you're good. Right out the bat. And then all these teams in your league, 
now filled with even more up-and-comers with something to prove. You're going to get the best shot of people every week. Oh, and that Southern Miss trip again. We know what happened in that game last year. There's nothing easy here. Plenty good enough to win a whole bunch of games, but the pressure's on to do it. And that's the one thing that Tulane can control 100% right now. Be ready to win those games. You follow up last season with a strong season this year, a conference-winning season this year, and the record that'll come with it, then you got something. Jude Young with you, All Access. One more segment to go on the program where we take a closer look at the CrescentCitySports.com news and analysis and features that you need to know. Of course, if you call before we end the show, we could probably squeeze you in, 504 260-1061 is the number. This is All Access. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-630-9723 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. Call 800-466-0425 now. 800-466-0425. That's 800-466-0425. What do you have to lose? Call 800-466-0425. Again, 800-466-0425. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana High School State Championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllstateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles, with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to a decline in the economy, CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on future auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-630-9723 now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. Call 800-466-0425 now. 
800-466-0425. That's 800-466-0425. What do you have to lose? Call 800-466-0425. Again, 800-466-0425. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet. The faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on all your school essentials from notebooks to markers. Save on everything you need for travel, like luggage, portable tech, and travel size personal items. Plus, save on signs, banners, and posters from Staples Print and Marketing Services. And now at Staples, you can save even more with 50% back in rewards on your print order. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. Ends 812. Rewards members only. Rewards redeemable in store only. See associate for details. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There will be, I mean, fake football, but it's still football. Practice football this weekend, including, of course, Sunday in the Dome, the Chiefs, and you won't be seeing Patrick Mahomes. But the team wearing the world champions uniform for the bunch of guys trying to make the team against a bunch of guys trying to make the Saints roster, and there'll be some evaluation to be done there. And it'll be better than what you probably would have wound up watching on a Sunday afternoon sports-wise. Maybe. We'll see. But headlines to know in general, in sports, from Crescent City Sports. Of course, John Trey Kirkland getting an in-training camp opportunity, getting signed by the Saints, a former Lutcher and LSU star, trying to make it as a wide receiver. And Renee Nato with a feature on Kirkland. Of course, he made himself a beloved product of Lutcher winning a couple state championships and beloved at LSU, particularly in his final game, a bowl game where he went back to quarterback where he hadn't been in years against the odds to at least make LSU competitive in that game. Tiger fans will love him for that for a long time. The question is now, this is probably his last good NFL opportunity. Can he find a way? Pretty tough odds for him, but we'll see. Also, we have a good feature, if you didn't see it a couple days ago, on Nick Anderson, the Tulane product, trying to make it as an undrafted free agent. Speaking of beloved by the fans at his alma mater, people would love to see him make it in some capacity with the Saints. And undersized, but not under heart. Smart guy, too. If anybody can do it, I think Anderson can at least find a way. Maybe practice squad? Who knows? He'll have to shine on special teams to do more than that. But he's at the right position. We talked about linebacker. Probably as thin as it gets with proven experience for sure on the Saints roster at this juncture. And if you didn't see it, the uh, Zurich Classic date's coming out yesterday. Late April as usual. That's the good news. But you want to read, and Ken Trahan quickly updated it, on how signature events for FedEx points were chosen and how one 
was situated right before the Zurich. That may not be good news for getting the best field at the Zurich. But it's still there, still on the schedule, still unique with the two-man teams. But we still have to keep an eye on the long-term ramifications of the live factor, the PIF ownership factor with the PGA Tour. At least for 2024, no worries for an event that's been in some form or fashion in New Orleans at the highest level of American professional golf for many decades. Hopefully will be for many decades more. But again, no guarantees. We're taking it year by year at this point. Thanks to Rudy Dixon on the board. Ken Trahan back in the saddle, 6 o'clock tomorrow night for All Access. Jude Young, for now, saying bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best prep football schedule.